Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of H2 Tech Talk, the podcast series by H2 Tech, the Hydrogen Technology Journal from Gulf Energy Information. I'm Tyler Campbell, Managing Editor for H2 Tech, and your host for this week's H2 Tech Talk. Today, we'll be meeting with Martin Peterson, Head of Sales in Denmark for ABB. How are you doing today, Martin? Thank you. Very well. All right. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for letting me be here. Thanks. And before we get started with the first question, I'd like to remind the audience to please share and subscribe for more expert discussions on the global hydrogen sector. Now let's get started. Martin, can you uh, talk a bit about ABB and your role with the company? Yes, um, um, I'm, I'm head of sales uh, in Denmark, uh, mainly on the energy transition. Um, ABB is a technology leader in electrification and automation. And what we're trying to do is enabling a more sustainable and resource efficient future. And what, what we, in, in our part, where, why, where I'm really focusing is supporting our customer in the electrification, optimization and, and automation, making the projects that they are working on um, actually operating in the real world most efficiently. Okay, so uh, let's get into the uh, ammonia project. So, uh, I mean, what is the importance, first of all, of ammonia in the energy industry? Uh, do you believe it to be best suited as an energy carrier, energy source, uh, fertilizer, all the above? What are your thoughts? Our thoughts is, um, and and it's it's a question that 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 pops up uh, almost all the time is where should we focus? Is there one part of the energy transition mix that we should focus more on than the other? And from from our perspective, it's it's all of the above. Um, ammonia have certain distinct qualities that really taps into the energy transition, both being on a fertilizer, but also being able to um, to gener- generate energy um, in a in a big in, in the shipping industry and and also in a motor generating electricity. Um, it has the possibility to be to be transported in in, in pipes. Um, so it has a vast opportunities. On the other hand, there are also some some negative uh, issues in return in in respect to safety. And there you also have some e-methanol and other products coming out of the power to to ammonia or to e-methanol and using CO2 as a, as an ingredient together with the hydrogen to produce e-methanol and you can ex- extract um, nitrogen from the air and then you can uh, mix that with hydrogen and suddenly you have ammonia. So I would say all of the above and all of them mixed together because they fill a gap between um, what we have today and where we need to go to reach our our goals of the Paris uh, Paris Agreement. Right, fair enough. So how about you tell me about the power to ammonia plant in Denmark? Yes, it's a it's it's actually a test facility. There are three partners in this: uh, Vestas, Topsø, and a Danish uh, investment um, partner called Skogård Energy. They have got some uh, some funds from the Danish government to test if an ammonia process can be done more or less on an island, meaning that 
getting electricity from solar and wind. And we know that that doesn't come uh, that regularly. It's a, a fluctuating uh, electrical um, current, which means that the process needs to be able to handle that it goes up and down. It will need to produce 100%, sometimes 10%, sometimes 20%. And we are not used to that. An ammonia process is normally a constant process where you produce ammonia. So this process is going to test how we can do it in real time, um, off grid, which means that we cannot extract electricity from the grid. We only use what is self-produced because Skogor Energy has already Vestas uh, turbines and they're gonna install 50 megawatt of solar. So that's what is going to be used to separate uh, hydrogen from water, extract uh, nitrogen from the air, mix them together in the synthesis process to produce ammonia. This is a known technology and known process, but handle it in a fluctuating environment has not been tested yet, um, actually a, a, across the world. So this is what the whole idea is, test how we can do it in a small scale so we can scale it and get all the experience from what 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 happens when we do it in, in real time and everything is fluctuating. So our role is to support the three partners, mainly on the balance of plant, on the electrical automation and instrumentation, because they know all about the process. They know all about uh, um, what needs to be done in that process. So so this is where we, we came into the picture. Gotcha. So, I mean, you kind of answered my next question, um, you know, uh, with no electricity from the grid. So I, I will ask you, do you think that this is the ideal location for this project? And if so, why? It, it's a good question because location and this type of project is, is essential. Uh, if you don't have the right location, you cannot get the, um, yeah, the, the right electricity. You cannot get off offloaded with the, with the end product. Um, the wind is blowing quite heavily in that part of Denmark. And also, if you go even further west out to the sea, the, that's the North Sea. So you have a lot of the interconnectors uh, coming from the offshore wind turbines into that part of, uh, of, of Denmark. So in that sense, yes, it's, it's quite good located. You have a lot of farmers. So the need of fertilizer, if that was the case, is, is also possible to, to sell locally. Um, if you want to expand even more, you need to make sure that you are even closer to the interconnector um, so that you can be uh, probably on grid and, and off grid. Um, and also that the, um, let's say, the, the possibility to uh, get it, uh, get that ammonia to either a, a supplier or a farmer or, or shipping industry is, is, is even closer. So it's a small plant. Um, and if you need to scale it, you also need to find a place where there are even more consumers. And um, it's a small plant. And what's the production capacity on that? Um, that's uh, 5,000 tons of ammonia a year. So it's a pretty small one. Test the waters a little bit. Uh, so can you explain to the audience what a dynamic plant is and the benefits of operating a facility in this way? Yes, the the idea is that 
when it makes sense economically uh, to produce ammonia, which means that there is the excess capacity of electricity that is produced and the price for electricity is low, you can ramp up and down with your plant. So that's the dynamics in the plant. So the test is how far down can we ramp the plant down without jeopardizing the equipment? And for how long can we can we have it operating uh, on 100%? And what's the lead time between the two? So the business case is to, to have it operating so that it makes economically sense that when the price is good, either electricity price um, is good, so you sell and you have surplus, or the electricity price is very low, so you don't want to sell it on grid, you use the capacity uh, to produce ammonia. So the, the good thing about having a system that can ramp up and down is that you can look at the market and look at the electricity price and how much you are producing and then optimize both. And that's also where the dynamics and the business case, case comes in. So if we can make both parts happen without jeopardizing the, the assets, then you can both benefit from good and low prices on the market and that you have your own capacity to produce electricity. So you get two incomes. So that's kind of the dynamics and also the benefits. Are there any other power to X projects that you um, think our audience would like to know about? Well, yes, we are working on a, on a number of power to X projects globally. Um, I'm based in Northern Europe. So both in Denmark, Sweden, Norway, um, there are these projects uh, that we are a part of. Um, and we more or less are trying to do the same thing in all of them. Um, as I mentioned before, being very early in, in the development of the project to, to really see that how we can benefit our end customers. And then of course, across the globe, this is a, uh, an industry that is booming. So in the US and other places in the world, we are also engaged in, in new and upcoming projects. Excellent. Okay, Martin, so is there any, um you know, closing thoughts, anything we didn't touch on about the project that you think uh, the audience would like to know? I, I think that one of the, the key takeaways for us is the um, cooperation between the, the partners and ourselves in the early stage, making sure that when you are producing something and is no matter if you are taking something from the grid or you are connected to the grid, there is this interaction between producing something using electricity and be on grid. And there we did a lot of analysis on how should we do the balance of plant. And there we needed to have the process knowledge from the partners and our understanding of, of the electricity and the balance of plant. And that made us do some different uh, conclusions after that uh, process. So being very, very early uh, in, in the development stage. And, and, and my, let's say, takeaway was the, we really all benefited from uh, cooperating together on this. So we didn't do mistakes that we regretted later on. All right. Well, um, that's, that's pretty much all I have for you today, Martin. Um, 
Thank you for taking some time out of your day to talk to our audience. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure being part of it. And thank you to the listeners for tuning in to another episode of H2 Tech Talk. Please remember to share and subscribe.